The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. With your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hello, and welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today, we radiate mind mastery with Dr. John Demartini, who has a program of all about this, and I can't wait to hear about it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Demartini. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. Well, we've had a little, uh, you know, some hiccups and glitches and everything, but you've been so... <laughs> just generous and gracious with your time and your availability. So I'm glad this worked out. So um, you're a return guest. It's been a while, a year. Can you believe it? It's been a year. I know. It seems like just boom. Just boom, right? So, um, and you've you've got actually a a free gift. You sent a link that I can share with my audience um, something that it's, it's a special process. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I wish I could tell you exactly what link they sent. I haven't been informed yet, so I oh, don't know. Okay. It's the body-mind connection. Oh, that one. Okay. Oh, it's, I know I'm that so one. Ex- well. I'm so excited I didn't know what they that. sent you. Yes, yes, the healing mind. Well, I have been fascinated for, I've been teaching for 50 years, but I've been very fascinated on the mind-body connection for 45. Right. And I watched my patients back in the 70s and 80s uh, have distresses and psychological challenges underlying many of their health conditions. Right. And it was too, it was too important to overlook. And so I started correlating back in the 70s, um, what was going on, even down to injuries and accidents and you name it. I was interested in what was going on in the psychology. I did really thorough histories on this. And it was unquestionably there were correlations. Some were very obvious, some were less obvious, but very obvious. 
I found, for instance, uh, when a diabetic patient came and presented diabetes to me, I noticed certain personality behaviors. And when a hypoglycemic came, somebody that was labeled low blood sugar, I found different personalities. And I looked into what is it that triggers glucagon and insulin into going up or down. And I found out that when somebody is challenged in their perceptions and they activate their sympathetic nervous system, their glucagon goes up, their insulin goes down, and they become bitter and resentful to what's challenging them. And their blood sugar goes up ready for fight or flight. And so they have a perception stored in their subconscious mind of something distressing and challenging them that hasn't been dissolved or resolved. It can keep the blood sugar kicking up. Right. And at the same time, I found you trying to tell a diabetic what to do wasn't easy. They always wanted to stand their ground and be ready to fight and, and tell you what to do. If you asked them questions about things and led them through questions, they were more receptive to taking on new ideas. But right. if you try to tell them that, they just kind of negate it. it but down. the hypoglycemic okay. on the other side, uh, were playing the sweet, innocent person, sort of altruistic. And you could tell them what to do and they do anything you tell them. And I noticed that they're, they were having parasympathetic systems, which actually increase the insulin, lower the blood sugar, and and uh, decrease the glucagon. So these reciprocal relationships between these two cells in the pancreas were responding to the perceptions of support or challenge, prey or predator. And so our amygdala uh, in our subcortical area of our brain was initiating these reactions. The autonomics and hypothalamus were initiating these reactions from perceptions. So what I found is that I could go in there and take the things they're bitter about and find out how whatever's happening served them. And if it didn't happen, what would be the drawback and calm that down and the blood sugar would come down. Right. And if we're on diabetics and the blood sugar go up on the hypoglycemics and we watched this and it was reproducible. We found the same thing on serotonin and hypo on thyroid gland. We found that the people that were, repressing what they were going to say for fear of retaliation were lowering their thyroid and the people that were expressing tactlessly their expression raised the thyroid and one lost weight one gained weight you can see these there we go there we go that was somebody trying to try to help us get on the show oh good 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 Right. So you find this was rep, uh, was reproducible with serotonin, with thyroid. This is this is game changing. Yeah. So I did a show on diabetes uh, in South Africa, a diabetes show, a specialist on, on that. And we got into a discussion and, and the, the doctor said, well, we give them insulin or we give them, you know, these chemicals to try to change these chemistries because we assume that's not changeable. But there are people who have had diabetes that were on high degrees of insulin and have come down and even off insulin by going in there and altering the perceptions and the subconscious mind. So, and this is not just anecdotal, this is repeatable things that's been going on for, I've been doing it for years. So 
I've seen this in cardiovascular problems. We know that there's you know, various types of cardiovascular conditions that come from a high distress response. It can change the shape of the heart even. So we know that uh, the sympathetic nervous system can cause vasoconstriction and vasodilation in various parts of the body, and the parasympathetic can do the opposite and affect heart rate and respiration rate and physiology and skin uh, sweat. I mean, so a lot of the symptoms we have in our body is really applied physiology, but we seldom really train people on applied physiology. We just assume that they have a symptom and then they get rid of it. But stop and think about this. Imagine if you went out and you pigged out, and everybody's probably done a pig out once in a while. Oh, of course. A pig out. Yeah, they binged. And they overate, and they ate, you know, just tons of stuff. And the next day they felt bloat and cramps, gas, and blah, and nausea, and a headache, and fog, and sniffles, and puffy, and oily skin, and all kind of stuff. If you were to go to an allopathic physician, and you were to say, well, I've got belching and burping, he might give you an antacid. If you said, well, I've got gas and, and, and bloat, he might give you an anti-flatulent or something. He says, I've got diarrhea, he might give you something that corks you up, you know, Pepto-Bismol or something, or something to get the other direction. If uh, if he says you got, uh, you know, nausea, he might give you an anti-nausea, an anti-emetic. And if I got a headache, I'd give you an analgesic. So what happens is they just take the symptoms right. and they do a palliative response uh, based on neurochemistry or chemistry and, and change it and just give you that. And they say, well, you've got these conditions and they put a diagnosis on it. Uh, you know, cephalgia. <laughs> they convert human language, English language into Latin so it's, they can sell it. <laughs> right. yeah, I, I remember a patient came to me and, I, and, and they said, well, I've got pain in my back and down my leg, in my butt and down the leg. And I said, oh, you have radicular neuralgia. Oh, is that serious? No, it's just Latin for pain in my back and down my leg. <laughs> I've converted it into Latin so I can sell you something, you know. Absolutely. But what's interesting is uh, the doctor says, well, you take these things and you get these diagnoses and they call it illness. Right. But I challenge that. I think that's unfair to people. It mm -hmm. robs them of accountability. Right. And it robs them of learning because if they pig out and those symptoms are there, those are normal biological responses to picking out. They're actually healthy responses to a foolish act. Right. <laughs> They're trying to let you know that doesn't work. Wake up. Right. If we get rid of the symptoms, we won't get the lesson and we'll just keep eating and then we'll take digels or antacids or something instead of, and there's not a deficiency of antacids in our body. There's simply an overeating and late night eating and over picking out and things. So, I'm not, I just never felt satisfied or fulfilled. Um, avoiding the accountability of people, I'd rather teach them how to fish for life instead of just giving them a fish for the day. And right. I never was interested in palliative care. I was interested in applied physiology and applied healthcare to right. give people their power back. Now, will they all do it? No. And so we need palliative care for those that are just unwilling to do it. But a lot of people today particularly are interested in what they can do to prevent their illnesses and what they can do and why they're sick and the way they do, why they're sick. They want to know why. And I've spent 45 years writing. I wrote a big thousand page text on just that. 
on the psychology and the behavioral things that are going on in a lot of health conditions. And they're way more rampant than we thought. In, in 1973, when I first started studying, you know, the health industry, six, six individual cases of autoimmune conditions were there. There are only six, you know, narcolepsy and, and lupus and sarcolemma, sarco, um, the, the, the tightened skin and everything. Right, right. And uh, what, what, what's interesting is <laughs> now that list is over 200. The right. autoimmune responses are 200. So it means that, and what's interesting is, is when we compare ourselves to other people and put them on a pedestal and minimize ourselves, going, oh, I'm too humble to admit what I see in them is inside me. I don't have what they have, and I'm now envying them and, and minimizing me. We, we create a lowering in, in the serotonin levels because of the shame. We self-depreciate, and we actually blame ourselves for not being what we're supposed to be, we think. And we got a delusion, an unrealistic expectation to live in other people's values and try to be the, you know, keep up with the Joneses or whatever. Then we self-depreciate. And when we do, we change our transmitters in our brain. We change our physiology. And we literally attack ourselves. Our auto, We have an autoimmune attack on our physiology. And you find that if we go in there and find out what the shames and blames are and clear those, all of a sudden these autoimmune conditions just disappear. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, it, it's really quite an interesting. I've I've seen them over and over again. I had a lady that was had an allergic reaction to wheat, and we traced it back to a childhood when she's about a year old in a in a in a high chair when they were feeding her mush, wheat mush, and her parents were fighting and screaming and everything else, and she associated in her brain wheat mush with. I'm threatened. My life is being threatened and my parents are going to fight and I, I might lose my parents and everything else. And she associated that with it. So we went back and, and went back to that stage and kind of cleared the, the, the shock that went on there. And all the secondary things, she was in the hospital nine times for anaphylactic shock from wheat. Oh and we went through each one of those and changed the associations with that. 
And from that day till now, which is about 18 years, never had a problem with weed again. So because we changed the ratios of perceptions that occurred in the moment they got associated, it's almost like a conditioned reflex. And there's a lot more conditions that people don't realize that are psychologically correlated. And I'm inspired by uncovering that. You know, even congenital things, we found out we had a, a, a situation where the esophageal uh, tracheal junction, they, there was a, con, a canal between them in a certain stage of embryological development, and then they close us off. And what happened is there was a, an event that occurs at a certain day, and we found out that they both caught themselves having affairs with two different people at that stage of her pregnancy at exactly the time when the embryological development occurs. Whoa. And they end up having a shocking experience when they both did it, and it affected the, the the development of the child. And so we weren't able to stop that. They had to do a little surgery when the baby was born. But we found exactly the day by studying embryology and looking at the regression of embryology back in time of when a congenital alteration can occur, because it's either a teratogen, some chemical thing, or maybe a psychologically induced neurochemistry. So we've traced that down, and I've seen that hundred cases, congenital anomalies coming from shocking experiences occurring in the in the womb. Right. So there is psychology right. and epigenetic encoding that's affecting sensory, I mean, it's affecting symptomatology in people. And I just think that it's unfair to not educate people on those possibilities and to explore those to give people their power back. Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate U, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and so you've, you're probably the busiest person that I've, I had the pleasure to speak with. Um, you're, you're talking to all kinds of different podcasts, having, um, documentaries made, all of this stuff. Um, that is simply amazing. I, why is it that most doctors don't know about this because this information is out there. You I, it out there. I, there. There's nothing in what I'm saying that's not in the literature. There's plenty of literature. I think that what happens is not, you know, if you go to a, a, a chiropractor, you're going to get an adjustment. If you go to a, 
a cardiovascular surgeon, you're probably going to have surgery. If you go to an orthopedic surgeon, you're probably going to have a joint surgery. If you go to a, a medical doctor, you're probably going to get a medicine. If you go to a psychiatrist, you're going to get medicine. You go to a massage therapy, you're going to get a massage. You go to a nutrition, you're going to get vitamins, nutrition. Whatever you go to is what they do. That's their their focus. Right. Uh, there aren't a lot of areas where, I mean, there's been people through the time. I mean, Alexander Lone, Ken Dyke, Walden Freud, and there's and there's people through time that have specialized in the mind-body connection. Right. Uh, Freud actually did this. Uh, Jung did this. But not really as thoroughly as it could be. And there's no doubt that if you take a symptom of the body, that symptom is not a random thing. That's an excess or deficiency of signal molecules causing a cell to do a certain predictable thing that's now too much or too little. And you can take that. I mean, Pythagoras called it an imbalance. But you can actually trace that thing back and, you know, and, and chase that. And I'm interested in relating to how transmitters and signal molecules are affected by psychology. And I make a statement that anytime you have an altered, imbalanced perception, you're going to have an imbalanced uh, neurotransmitter and neuroregulators and neurohormones and neural signal molecules are going to be altered. And there's no doubt I can actually take somebody that's got a low serotonin and I can ask some series of questions and they can do a serotonin test minutes later and I can raise it and I can lower it. Instead of taking a serotonin uptake inhibitor for a so-called biochemical imbalance, I can go in there and change that in minutes. I mean, in minutes. And, and, and if a, a tiger jumped into a room all of a sudden was chasing you and you did a biochemical analysis in your brain, it would be different because <laughs> your perceptions are different. And it's not because you have a biochemical imbalance in your brain. That's been a farce for since the 1990s. Your perceptions are stored in your subconscious mind or accumulating changes in your neurochemistry and your physical chemistry. And people, it's too complex for most people to figure out and tease out. So they just go take a pill or they just go and do something else and, and they have a false attribution bias. They blame something on the outside and they look for some solution out the outside instead of looking then. I'm interested in helping people reclaim their power. Absolutely. That's my, my mission. Wow. That is amazing. Okay, well, I I know that your you know your schedule is really pretty tight today. There's so much more we could go into. So many more questions that I would have for you, but I think the best thing is to direct our listeners to your website, which is. Well, my website is drdmartini.com. Right. And uh, there's a there's a lot on there. You could. You could go to the value determination process and, and learn, determine what's really important to you because that's crucial if you want to go and have fulfillment in life. Because if you're trying to do something that's not meaningful to you, you're going to not have a meaningful life. And also there's ways of finding out of what I'm doing in seminars and things that where I do my signature program, The Breakthrough Experience, or the newest book that's coming out, the se Your Seven Secret Treasures, that's about to come out next month. And uh, because, because that's about reactivating and re-empowering your life again. And yeah. giving yourself permission to shine, not shrink. So, yeah, they can just go on drdmartini.com and they can spend the rest of their life on there. It's just enough on there. Keep you busy. You are so generous with your information, with your time, and with your resources. I have to say, probably the most generous I've seen. Um, I would love to have you back to talk about this book. Can we make that happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Dedicate just to the book. Great. I would love to do Fantastic. that. And um, I will put the link to the the gift, and that is again the uh, it's an audio presentation, the Healing Mind yes. free audio download. Yes, it's, 
it's it's the it, what I'm just talking about. If that's of interest to somebody, get the little. It's a free gift. Just take advantage of, take a peek at it, listen to it. I explain psychology, epigenetics, uh, some neuroplasticity work and responses, and physiology responses from psychology, and give samples and examples. And uh, it's it's eye opening. So it's it's worth getting. I, my eyes are like so opened. I thought I knew this stuff in a way, but this this has been the most fascinating um, discussion, I tell you. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. And I, I really appreciate your time. And I look forward to having you back to talk about this new book. Thank you. Thank you for this time. Our, our time was a little tight, but we did it. It was a little <laughs> tight, but it worked out. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again. Don't take your dreams lying down.